You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. All right, praise the Lord. Be in prayer for Brother Stephen Davis, uh, continuing to just be in a lot of pain and uh, just can't get into the doctor, can't get a, uh, an answer uh, of what's going on. So uh, anyway, be in prayer for him. Brother, Brother Dan, if you can bring me up a little bit. I uh, can't hear it. It was perfect on the, on the singing and then uh, got turned down a little bit somewhere though. All right. So Psalm chapter number one, verse one, if you would. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. You know, we look at this passage of Scripture, and here we have a passage where God talks about this blessed man. Blessed is the man. Sorry, ladies, just left out. No, blessed is the believer, blessed is the person. And here as we look at that, we see all these blessings, and we see some ingredients of it, but sometimes in our own mind, we almost, we misapply it, and we misapply it to almost remove us from having those opportunities of blessings. You know, you think about a tree. A tree is planted, and that tree that's planted, not all of them are planted by water. We can read through this passage of Scripture, and we can say, well, that isn't me. I, have been, I haven't been given that great environment to grow in. And here we, we look at it, and this morning I want you to see that God's rivers of blessings can reach you. Now, do you believe that? God's rivers of blessings can reach you right where you are. You know, God's not surprised where you were planted. Don't give me that, don't look at that like a, uh, just that blank stare. God knows right where you're at. And this blessed individual, it doesn't say that everything's going to be perfect in their life. He said, though, this blessed individual shall be like. So God's river of blessings can reach you uh, wherever you have been pl uh, planted. And so this morning, I, I want to help us. Because when we're planted, we've been planted in its soil. You know what? Some soil is good soil. Not all soil is good soil. Some soil is, in more, is a more fertile soil than other soil. This morning, I want to preach to you on that message, fertile soil. I could have just entitled it, 
fertile soul. Because God's not talking about dirt here. He's talking about the heart of the person. And whether or not the soul is fertile. Whether that soul, the soil of your soul, is it prepared? You know, God has blessings available to all of us, but we're not all going to enjoy them. They're available for each person here this morning, but it does not mean that each person here this morning is going to prepare their soul so they can embrace and they can accept and they can enjoy those blessings. So here, let's look again at our text. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So fertile soil. Father, I pray that you'd help us this morning. Uh, may the Spirit of God take your word, the thoughts that have been uh, communicated, and apply them to us. Uh, help us, Lord, to, uh, to realize that uh, we can do something about our situation. We can do something with the soil uh, of our soul that it would be ready to receive the blessings and that we can enjoy what you have for us. And so I pray that you'd help us now for Christ's sake. Amen. When I think about this passage of scripture, my mind goes to a, to a, a river or a stream and just this big, beautiful tree that's right there next to it. The roots are uh, as deep as can be. And, and this tree is going to have all of the, the shade. Uh, we know that this tree is a fruitful tree. Uh, but, but with this, I sort of envision uh, this this uh, uh, area that was just this beautiful uh, uh, environment, just like the Garden of Eden. Uh, and that's sort of what I envision when I think about this passage of Scripture. But when I think of my life, it's not that way. When I think about the things that God has allowed to come into my life, it's not that way. But God here tells me that I can be blessed. And then he goes through and gives some, some characteristics of that blessed individual. So, so we're going to look at a little bit about that. So we know several things about this blessed uh, tree or this believer. Uh, we see that it's a planted tree. Uh, it's well wa watered. It's fruitful. And it is healthy. Uh, and you know what? The believer can be likened to this. Not every believer is likened to this, but every believer could be likened to this. All right? Uh, so uh, several observations. First, every tree cannot be planted by water. And I made that statement already, but every tree cannot be planted by water. But every tree needs water. 
You know, sometimes trees are planted in, in places where irrigation isn't easy. You know, when we think about uh, these orchards that are around us, look around. How many, how many uh, rivers do you see? There's not a river that's flowing through the middle of those orchards to provide water for them. You know what? Uh, with this, uh, as I was studying this out, the Lord was just bringing me to a place where I was recognizing the necessity for us to make sure that our soil is, pre is prepared so there can be growth, so there can be life, so there can be fruit. There can be spiritual health, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that it's just going to come to us. That means there are things that we have got to do to put ourselves in that position. And God brings blessings. He can bring that. Uh, but he just likened us to this tree. It wasn't that we had to be planted in some perfect environment. And since we weren't uh, planted in that perfect environment, you know, oh well, sorry. You don't get any blessings. We'll give all those blessings to somebody else. No, the reality is that somebody had to uh, prepare that ground. They had to prepare uh, that uh, fruit. Uh, yesterday, Rachel and I were talking about uh, gardening. And uh, years ago, right where our house sits right now, uh, we, we, when we first came, uh, it was just field back there. And we had a garden. It was about a 30 by 40 garden. You know what? A 30 by 40 garden is not a small garden. And uh, we started that garden, and so we got it uh, rototilled up, and then uh, we went through and we put all the, the rows in, and then we uh, did the mounds for the melons and the zucchini, and uh, we had this huge garden, uh, and it was, it was amazing. We were pulling like 20 melons a week out of that garden. Wow, we had this, Deb was doing these big bowls of fruit salad every single day. Uh, that's why I'm diabetic now. Uh, and so uh, anyway, so uh, it, was, it was just amazing. But you know what? All the fruit that came out, they didn't just show up. There was a whole lot of work. Now, uh, this area right here, it's terrible soil. The soil is terrible that's why they, we have rice farms here. You know why? Because rice does not need any nutrients from the ground. You see these crop dusters? What are they doing? They put everything that that rice needs in the water. And that rice will grow. So, so the, the uh, ground around here, unless you are going to uh, do a whole lot of work, when they're putting that orchard in right there, uh, they, had a, uh, they had a D, uh, I think it was a D10 uh, cat. Uh, and uh, it was going back and forth. It had these huge rippers. And it was going back and forth two weeks, 24 hours a day. That thing did not shut off. And it ran one direction, then it ran the other direction, then it ran the other direction, breaking up that ground to make it uh, to where it would be able to grow. Uh, uh, it, otherwise, it is just hard packed. Try 
try just digging somewhere around here with the heat. Uh, but a whole lot of energy goes in and breaks that up. And what do you find then? It is usable. But every tree cannot be planted by a river. Uh, and so uh, it's just a symbol. It's symbolic of the representative of this blessed individual. But here uh, uh, we see in verse number three, and he shall be like a tree planted. Uh, so uh, he shall be like uh, this tree that is planted in that perfect environment with that water, with uh, the nutrients, the resources that's needed. Uh, uh, we see that. Uh, so uh, every tree cannot be planted by water. Every tree uh, is not planted in good soil. Every tree is not planted deeply. But this blessed person uh, is like one that is planted in good Good soil. It is planted uh, where there are the nutrients. It is uh, produ productive and healthy. And it wasn't the natural environment of the soil. Uh, soil. It is the preparedness of the soul. And all through Scripture, we find how God would look back to the nation of Israel. And he would tell them to break up that fallow ground. What was it? Break up that ground that is hard. Break up that ground that is, uh, is non-productive. Break up that ground so now you can be productive. You can be uh, producing uh, and fruitful. Uh, so uh, we're going we're gonna to just look at a few things here uh, for the next uh, hour and a half. Go to Matthew chapter 13. Just kidding. I am watching the clock. Uh, Matthew chapter 13. Uh, and uh, verse number three, we're going to look at the parable of the soils here. Uh, and with this, uh, we, we find oftentimes people will, will look at this parable of the soils and they will apply it to, to salvation. And, and with this, uh, every stage of this parable of the soils, this is not about salvation. This is about the receptiveness to the word. It all has to do in context with the Word of God. It has to do with the words of the kingdom. So let's look at it together. Uh, we'll read verse number 3 through verse number 9. Now, remember, the Lord, when he was here, he would speak to the crowds in parables, and then he would explain it to the believers. He, he, would, he would give the disciples the insight. And, you know, if we're going to get insight, we've got to get close to Christ. There are people that, and we talk about the disciples, we're not just talking about the twelve. There were many disciples that were following close to the Savior. Now, oftentimes we, we use the word disciple and we, we sort of interchange it with the apostles. Though the apostles were uh, disciples, that was more inclusive than that. And sometimes it was only the apostles that were there, uh, but there are other times that there were others. And, and you know, Jesus was available to the multitudes but he only spoke, he only spent time with small groups of followers. He would preach to the masses. 
He was available to them, but he only gave himself to 12. You know, in the Christian life, there are people that stay in the mass side of of Christianity without ever getting closer to the Savior. And here when we look at this parable of soils, I think it'll help us here. Uh, Matthew chapter 13, verse number 3, I've got to hasten. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, now what does a sower sow? He sows seed. Okay. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. So we're going to look at four different locations of sowing. Uh, If you can, circle these or underline them. So we have the wayside. Uh, Some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some uh, fell on stony places. So we have the wayside, the stony places, where they had not much earth, And forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. So we have the wayside. We have the stony places. Then verse 7, and some came, uh, some fell among thorns. So now we have the thorns, the third group. And the thorns sprung up and choked them. Uh, But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. So, So now the Lord has given this parable. Now skip down to verse number 19. And what we'll find is now he is going to explain this what these different, uh, these four different classifications, what they represent, uh, four types of soil. Now, the good seed fell on all four types of soil. It is not the, the, the value of the soil. The soil, the, or the, uh, it's not the value of the seed here. The seed was good seed. And what happened to that good seed was dependent upon the condition of the soil. Okay? So you do nothing to that soil, and you are not going to have that good seed taking good root. Okay? So there's a process that happens here. So let's look at uh, Matthew 13. Look at verse 18. He said, Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. So here, now we have, we have someone that is hearing. Now notice, underline the words, the word of the kingdom. The word of the kingdom. So here, this is literally speaking about biblical truth. It's the word of the kingdom. This is spiritual teaching. It is spiritual seed that is being given. And so it, it doesn't come out, and I'm not saying that good seed is not the word of God. It is. It likens to the word of God because uh, spiritual truth comes from the word of God. But here he, he says it is the words of the kingdom. So he's talking about the spiritual teachings. He is talking about spiritual instruction and, uh, and guidance here. Uh, so the words of the kingdom, and he says when, when it is put out, uh, the, those that are by the wayside, 
It says they understood it not. Then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. Now, the Bible tells us that the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. They are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Now, that is, that is not saying that just lost people don't understand. It says the natural man. And there are a lot of people that get saved, but they never leave that natural condition. They live just like they had never been saved. They never grow in their faith. And with that then, here they stay in that natural condition and they understand it not. Let me tell you something. When you first get saved, you didn't get saved and then you walk into church and everything the pastor said, oh, that makes sense. You... Uh, Sort of like Wednesday night's Bible study. Uh, I walked away from Wednesday night Bible study. Thursday morning, Mrs. Patterson and I were talking about it. Uh, Wednesday night's Bible study was a deep Bible study. It was me. And I had the greatest time teaching that lesson. But there were so many blank stares. And, and it, was, it was one that it had so much that you had to be able to grab Old Testament, New Testament, start pulling uh, principles and truths together uh, to be able to pull it all together in your own mind. And I could just see those blank stares. And good people that love the Lord. But, but sometimes, I mean, it's not just like we get saved and now we know it all. Because we don't. And so there's a process. You know what? The, the person that has the stony ground, that they never do anything with that soil, uh, when they don't understand it, if you're not careful, you'll say, you know what? I just don't get it. I quit. You know who gets it? It's the one that gets saved, and they get in their Bible. They start coming to church. And they're just like those little birds. Their mouth is open. They're just waiting. And they don't, they don't get everything, but they just start taking pieces here and there. And they stay faithful and they start to grow and, and their faith grows. And, and you get to see that. But those that, uh, when it's by the wayside, it's, their soul is not fertile. They are, they are not willing to stay long enough to learn, to grow. So here we have that wayside. Uh, could, could, we, could we make application to those that we plant the word of God, we give them truth, they don't receive it, they walk away unsafe? Yes, absolutely, there's application there. Uh, but it's not just application on salvation. It goes across the board. It is talking about the receptiveness of the soul of the person to the teachings of God's word. Uh, and so here you have the wayside, uh, verse 20. But he that received the seed into stony places, the same as he that heareth the word, and anon with joy he receiveth it. Man, they listen, they enjoy what they're learning, yet he hath not root. What are those next two words? He hath not root in himself. Now this isn't teaching that, uh, that we are about ourselves. This is teaching that we have to have and be rooted 
in the truths of God's word. You know what? I can't root you in the truth of God's word. That's a personal decision you have to make. It's a personal decision. If you are going to walk with God and you are going to grow in your faith, I can't do that for you. You have to do that all by yourself. And he had no root in himself. It was just, uh, I enjoy what I'm hearing. I like going to church. I like the teaching of the word of God, but there's no root there. And, and then what happens, we see what takes place, verse 21. Yet he hath not root in himself, but dureth for a little while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. Well, the pastor just talked about abortion. I'm out. The pastor talked about LGBTQ, gender identity. He talked about morality. That's personal. No, that's called Bible. All right. Pastors talked about faithfulness. Bible. No root in yourself. I'm gone. He offended me. The reality is, my intent isn't to offend somebody. My intent is to give truth. But truth is offensive. It is offensive. It steps on all of our toes. And with that, the condition of my soul is going to determine how I receive or how I choose to reject what that truth is. And nobody can control your soul but you. When the truth hits you between the eyes, okay, I guess I got to go back in and break up some fallow ground. Okay, I guess I'm guilty here. I guess I was looking at this wrong. Have you ever looked at something wrong? All of us have, all of us do. The longer I'm saved, I was talking to a younger preacher the other day, and as I was talking to him, I, I told him, I said, listen, the longer I am saved, the longer that I'm in the ministry, the more that I realize that there's more that I don't know than what I do know. You know, if we're just honest, there's a whole lot more that we don't know than what we do know. And so our, our view of things and how we assimilate the word of God in truth, how we apply it to our life. Our Proverbs, the Lord said, in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. We want God to give us the prosperity uh, of, of Psalm 1-3. We want whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Uh, we want God to direct us in all our paths. But the prerequisite is that we have to, in all our ways, acknowledge him. What is he saying? In every way, let God be God instead of us. 
in all of our ways, submitting ourselves to who God is, allowing God to be God in my life. And so, God, I need him to be the one that is, is making the decisions on how I view life and how I uh, view marriage and how I view family and how I view uh, my, how I live, my morality and uh, my finances, my stewardship, my service. I've got to let God make those decisions, not how I like or what I feel. What does God say about that. And in doing so, what happens is my heart, my, the soul, uh, my soil of my soul is broken up and there are more nutrients that are there. And I can be like that tree that is planted. I can have that, those blessings there. And so here we see the stony places. Then look at verse 22. He also that receiveth seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word. And the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, words of the kingdom, and he becometh unfruitful. So now we have that seed. And there are the thorns. The thorns are the things that are weeds that are going to choke out that plant. It is going to rob the nutrients from the soil. And in robbing the nutrients, the plant dies. They're choked. You know what this world wants to do? The cares of this world, it says. The riches, the deceitfulness of riches. You know, Christian, be, care, be careful as blessings start to come in your life and you start enjoying some financial blessings, be careful because the deceitfulness of riches will choke your soil, your soul. Young people, be careful. It's not about, life is not about the money. Money is just a tool. It's just a tool. You know, when I was in college, I was a mechanic and uh, working on cars. And, uh, and one day as I was working at the shop, this guy pulls in and he backs up to the, the, the main bay. Uh, we had, I think, five bays in our shop. And he backs up to the first bay next to the office. And in the back of his truck, uh, he had a snap-on toolbox that was about six foot long. Uh, and it was, it was ratcheted in there. He comes out, goes into the office, and tells the boss uh, that he wants a job. And the boss asked him, oh, do you have your own tools? He says, yeah, right out here. And so boss walks out, looks out there, and I'm sitting sitting there and I'm drooling over these tools. I mean, here I am, I'm a mechanic, but I can't even begin to, to have, I mean, and just the, just the toolbox back then, it was like $8,000 just for the toolbox. He opens up the, the box and it was full of snap-on tools. And I'm thinking, this guy's got 40 grand sitting here in tools. The boss hires him just based on the fact that Nobody but a mechanic would have that kind of, those kind of tools. Hires the guy. Within the first couple days, we realized he had the tools, but he didn't know how to use one of them. 
And he ended up getting fired. I mean, literally, he'd start pulling tools. What do I, what do I use? How do I do, use this? Wobble sockets and extensions. He was like, uh. I mean, the guy was completely lost. He did not have a clue. You know, you know what the deceitfulness of riches will do? You'll, you will think because I have some things that that means I've arrived. We haven't. You know, the deceitfulness of riches, they can rob you from all the blessings that God has. Now, bless, be, having the financial blessings, that's wonderful. But we just need to be good stewards because as a believer, everything belongs to God. And we're just the manager of it. But here, uh, he says that the, the one that was, the seed was sown among thorns is he that heareth the word. And the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches, the, the temporal view of life, the focus was down here. And God says here that the thorns they raise up and they choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. The blessings are gone. All right, verse 30, uh, 23. But then we see he that received war, uh, uh, seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some 60, some 30. And here, what was the difference? The difference in every state, uh, every stage was the the fertility, the condition of the soul. And you know what? As we look into our own life, what condition is my soul in? I think I'm page three of 11 in my notes. And I'm going to be done. But here, when we look at this, what do we see? We see that that good seed fell among these four different classifications of people. And the reality is that you can be, have good soil in one area of your life and then another area is thorns. One area with joy receiving the truth. Other area I don't understand it. I don't want it. The view of the eternal versus the temporal. You know what? Our soul, it needs to be broken up. Our soul needs to be in a position where as the teaching comes, as the word of God, as the words of the kingdom go forth, that we are receiving it and we're allowing it to take root. And when we allow that seed to take root, we are the one that's blessed. We're the one that's blessed. Fertile soil. How's, how's the soil of your soul today. If you were to have to put yourself in one of those four, where would you put yourself? Is the seed getting planted? 
People sometimes say, well, you know, I went to that. I've got pastor friends that somebody will leave the church and it happens here, I'm sure, and they'll go somewhere else, say the same thing. But they'll say, you know what? I went to that church and I just didn't get fed. I need to go to another church. You know what? It's good seed. Has nothing to do with the person that's giving the seed. It's about the seed. And here, the reality is, it's the condition of the soil. Am I, is my soil, is it wayside? I'm just, I'm there, but I'm not listening to anything. You know, there are people that come to church, and sometimes maybe on a big day, or, uh, and somebody will come in, and you can just see, they're not listening to anything. Uh, your eyes say so much about what you are paying attention to and what you're not. <laughs> Countenance on whether or not you agree or disagree, whether you like or don't like. It's, it's comical. See, smile. Just try to fake me out. Uh, but uh, uh, anyway, what do we find here? We, we, we find, though, that sometimes that seed goes out and it's hitting that ground and it's the wayside. Nothing there's, there's no soil that is being receptive to anything being taught. Some of it is on that stony ground. Receive it, like it, but first offense, first trial of faith, gone. No depth. No depth. Then you have the thorny, that cares of this world. And so often you see Christians, they get saved and serving the Lord and growing. And then all of a sudden, it's not just money, the cares of this world. It just grabs your attention, whether it's a job, whether it's a hobby, whether it's just pressures and problems of life, health issues, and, and it can derail us. And then there's that soil that falls on good ground. And that soil that falls on good ground, we see how it is fruitful. And tonight we'll be in the same passage of Scripture. And tonight we'll look at the fruitful soil. But what condition is your soul in this morning? What condition? Is it fertile? How am I receiving the teachings, the truths of God's Word? Father, I pray that you'd help all of us uh, this morning. And, and uh, those that have listened, may, uh, may all of us uh, look into our own life and be honest. And Lord, if, if, our, if our heart, our soul has, has been the wayside and just hard and unaccepting of truth, I pray that you would help us uh, to break up that fallow ground. I pray that you would help us uh, to, uh, to work in the, uh, the soil where the seed is planted uh, and help us, Lord, to uh, make that uh, soil uh, receptive. Help us, Lord, to uh, to remove things that are going to choke out uh, the Word of God or to cause us to have no root. Uh, so help us, please, in our own faith. Grow us. If there's any that's unsaved, may today be, be the day they trust you. But just speak to hearts. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. Let's stand together. The instruments are going to play. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the condition of your soul is. 
But maybe you need to come to the Lord and bow a knee and a heart and tell the Lord, Lord, I need my soul to be in a better spot. I need to be receptive. Help me uh, to, to learn and to grow in my faith. If you're here today, you don't know Christ as your personal Savior, let me encourage you to come. We'll have someone take the Bible and show you what God has to say about you going to heaven. Fertile soil. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.